0: There's so much to be happy about and there's so many people to inspire and to give back to. And I feel like I I just really am really trying to find more of my purpose in that, especially, you know, with everything I do in my current business, like with the app and and all of these things. Like we really try and make our business for other people. Like how can we make their lives better, make their lives easier? Like what what's our, you know, driving purpose? Because otherwise it's just a bunch of stuff.
1: Thanks so much for tuning into the Almost 30 Podcast. Here we go.
2: Welcome back to the pod, y'all. Welcome back
1: to Almost it's 30 us. Podcast. I hope you're having a great day today. Let's uh, take a breath.
2: It's weird that I've been able to notice my breath more while here in new york oh really yeah yeah i think it's now that weird. it's a part of my life i really notice it mm-hmm. it's interesting I, I like it yeah obviously but because it's so like chaotic and loud sometimes you would think that i'd be holding my breath but i don't know really digging in i'm really
1: digging into it yeah i was telling you about that soul cycle class i was in with the instructor and she was so hot she was breathing it was like yeah. I was like, wow, how are men in this class <laughs> taking this? Or how are men or <laughs> women that like well women? Because I was into that woman. It was She was like, let's all take a breath. I was like, oh. <laughs> Literally I was You're like, like, why oh. am I feeling
2: this way? Honestly. She was like whipping her hair around. I was like <laughs> I mean But it made she, class fun. She, yeah. She's one of the sexiest of all time beyond (laughs) beyond i took um i appreciate a girl that's got it yeah and owns it i took uh forward space Mm -hmm. uh with rachel and who you know uh formerly from from soul but damn dancing in a club i forgot how fun that was like it was like dancing in a club and it was so inclusive in the sense like Everyone was different levels. Like it was so much fun. You never felt like, uh oh, I can't do this or all the good people are up front. It was so like mixed in that way. And the sound system, I mean, same? I've never heard anything like it. Wow. Like they've done something different there and I don't know what it is, but it was so much fun. If you're in New York forward space, like if you want to just fucking rip it at the club, it wow. was so fun. Yeah. She's powerful. She's so Rachel's
1: powerful. powerful. When I first met her, I was like, wow, you're captivatingly powerful. Yeah. But in a really warm way, mm-hmm. which is, special yeah um if you guys didn't know at this time we're recording we're in new york yes we've been on tour so we have been in new york for about a week a little over a week now we're going to be here for about two weeks and um we had our live show with heather mcmahon we had our show at the assemblage with Aaron clare on human design and then we had our show with Stuart pierce on voice alchemy which was awesome. And we've been doing tons of interviews while, while here, including the one with Tezza that we have today, yeah. which have been insane. Couldn't
2: wait to put it out. I know she's, she was incredible. And you know, I know you've known her for known of her for yeah, quite some like, time. I was, and, I was like, Oh, yeah, that's kind known of her virtual. No. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, admired her for a long time, but I had, you know, just in the last year, like really seen her work and her evolution kind of went back and creeped on it. And Holy mother, like, I just I so admire someone who is, they just like bow down to their own uh, creativity that's running through them. Like they just get out of the fucking way, and she just like rolls. It's so cool, and she's fucking cool in person. Like she's, she's an icon. just so nice, funny, no like low maintenance, y'all. Low maintenance, chill. Huh, dressed to the dressed. Dressed to, to the nines. Dressed to the nines
1: perfection, <laughs> wearing this of course, so very tellsa wearing the perfect outfit with the perfect Prada bag. Perfect. Looking like a runway model. Just like yeah, she's amazing and I have followed her since Aubrey, our dear friend Aubrey Winters, uh you can follow on Instagram. She's she's an icon as well. Mm-hmm. She introduced me to Tezza maybe two years ago. And I've seen her, her journey just from that point and then going back. And what is very special about her is that she is a th- leader. She's doing what everyone is starting to do now. She's like started the trend of so many things on Instagram. And she's really followed her like anything that any voice that she's heard to create to help people. So through her book, she gives everyone every tip you would ever need. It's called Insta style to create the posts that she does staging, lighting, posing filters, all of that. And then she even created the Tezza app to give people the filters and the ability to, to adjust your photos like she does. Cause that was one of her main selling points was her ability to filter and um, edit her photos in yeah. such a crazy way. So it's like, and that's what i've really actually am coming to full, coming around to see in the space that we're in and with the people that we interview is that the people that i admire share all of their secrets Because they know that it's really them that is the differentiating factor and not the actual secret. So if it's like Jenna Kutcher, Jenna Kutcher gives everything away pretty much about what she does, how she created her business, how she's done everything. And it's really her that's the differentiator. So people will have all of these things, but they're never going to be her. Same with Tessa. They can have all these things, but they're never going to be her. And that's been really inspiring to me because you think it's you know it goes with the collaboration is over competition definitely but it just speaks more to the power of people's uniqueness yeah. you know
2: as what is so captivating yeah and i think it speaks to like there's something about the energy of coming from a lack or fear mentality that someone's gonna take it and do it better and step on step on you and and Keep on going up, whatever. Rather than what what she does and Jenna Kutcher does is really help and empower others to do something with that in that same space, not fearful that they'll do it better. You know, like I think more opportunities come to them because they are not operating from that place. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Comple- exactly. Completely. Yeah, And it was really
1: cool. So during Tess's interview, we got really deep. You know, we talked mm-hmm. about some things that are very special to her as it relates to her family, which you guys will hear. I was crying. I just, I, I just I am so I feel so lucky and I feel so excited for you guys to listen because you see this person online, so beautiful, so talented. Her husband Cole is a, a doll. It's gorgeous. A doll. Baby doll. Baby doll with great style. Who's super smart and amazing, who uh, works with her on the Teza app. May you see this person and you actually I didn't really know much about her personally, so I feel really lucky that we got to sit in on this conversation with her and then bring, you know, this softer or not this softer side, but just this side of her that you guys may not know.
2: Sure, yeah, it was really, really powerful, um, and I'm glad she felt same. You know, what goodness I mean? like, gracious! Not to pat us on the back at all. It's more just like I'm so. It's really, really nice when we can create that space. So you can find Teza
1: on Instagram at T E Z Z A. She is a photographer, musician, creative director. She is the founder of By Teza. So they make cute, cute, cute sunglasses, which are amazing. She's in a band. She's a singer, musician, uh, the Bando, and she wrote Insta Style. And she also created the Teza app, which has over a million people that use it every month, which is insane. Our entire team uses it. Every creative that I know uses it. What I really like about the Teza app is the ability to edit video. So, I actually never found something that allowed me to put filters on video that I liked or change and edit and sharpen uh, increase detail on videos. So, if you guys are a creative or not, the Tezza app is an amazing tool to make your videos and photos that much better.
2: Yeah. Chloe on her team is number one fan. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> She freaked out when she met Tezza. Um, and we also wanted to shout out Tommy, fake Tommy Kramer on Instagram. Give him a follow y'all. But he came on tour on, on part of this leg with us and we're just so grateful. He's so easy to work with, And fun to be around. So fun. Funny, and just, I mean, he's with a crew of of gals like running around, you know, being loony, and he's such an even person within it all and I'm i just, just love so that grateful. we can fuck with them i love that we can fuck with them totally and he gives it right back gives it right back <laughs> he had to he, so we got a beautiful apartment by
1: sonder so we've been staying with sonder all over the country on tour it's um they take luxury apartment buildings and they make them airbnbs so it's the shit you can use code almost 30 but anyway, so we've been staying in one we have all these beautiful rooms all the girls are in the room because we have a big team and then tommy got the pullout because you know guys and we were like, Tommy, like, are you going to, you know, maybe next time in a year, we'll be able to get you your own room. And he's like, man, I'm going to miss the good old days on the couch.
2: <laughs> it's just like, he just rolled with everything. Like he let us like go on his dating app for him. Yeah. We went on, which is nice. Bumble. Yeah. It was Bumble. We swiped it was great, for him. Great profile. We approved of his profile. It was a great profile. Yeah. And, uh, we were swiping for him a little bit. It was, it was sweet. His
1: profile was like the only like breaker is like you have to be over two eleven, oh, lol. So yeah, he's funny. like photographer needs to be over two eleven for me to consider you. <laughs> so cute. His photos were all like blurry with him his, his guy <laughs> friends. It was like him and twenty guy friends. You didn't even know which one was
2: him. It was beautiful. <laughs> he's like, but this one shows my smile like when I'm happy. Yeah, I was like, oh god. He's it. like,
1: that's when like the Cubs won the pennant. Or yeah, something. he's like,
2: that's the happiest moment of my life. Why wouldn't I put that up? I was like totally you're right. <laughs> totally. you're right tea creamy tea creamy. um yeah he's the best so at fake tommy kramer his his work is really really good and special to us you know he gets it he totally gets it all right this episode is special we appreciate you listening if this resonates with you share it with someone else who you think it would resonate with. If you share on social media, we always appreciate it. We'll sh- we'll share it on our end. And thank you for rating and reviewing. We love you so much.
1: Yeah, we love you so much. We'll read uh, a review of the week on the end. And just so you know, we have our last tour dates coming up. We're in Australia in November. If you're in LA, November 9th, Jenna Zoe, our human design reader is going to be coming in for a human design workshop. It's a long workshop at Calamigos Ranch in Malibu, which is our favorite place. And then we have our
2: live show. Can't wait. December 7th. uh, That is happening at the Dynasty Typewriter Theater at the Hayworth in LA. We are so excited about that. Tickets are on sale now. Go to almost30podcast.com slash tour. We cannot wait to see you. And also we'll be in Miami as well uh, in December. So you know, we're still working y'all till the end of the year. Still on the road. (laughs) All right. We love you. Enjoy this one. You grew up in
1: Utah. Yeah. There's like an interesting creative... It's I know. What is the deal?
0: I I don't know other than I would say like, I think because it's kind of more religious of a state, I think that people like, because they don't go out and party as much, people are like, you know, you grow up, everyone's kind of music oriented, like, and there's a big art
1: scene. Right. Like it's just kind of exists. Mm -hmm. That is so true. Actually, because I was wondering about that. Like when you grew up in Utah, I was like, what was your relationship with... The religious community the lds community or being in that space because we have friends that are part of it and we have friends that weren't that grew up there and it's such an interesting it's such an interesting place to grow up like it's safe it's beautiful everyone's nice but i think that's such a good way to put it that if i wasn't like drinking or like doing yeah. all the dumb stuff my creativity would have been able to like be more expressed
0: yeah and you're like trying to find things to do like i feel like you know, on the weekend people like get together and like do interesting things. So like, I, I would say the culture is like definitely changing. Yeah. yeah. Like every time I go back, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, mm-hmm. well, like in a
1: good way, totally. like
0: more diversity and things like that. Um, and like, I don't know, I think it's like getting better, but I, I, I do think like there is something to say about that. I, I don't know what it would be like if I grew up somewhere else, yeah. I, you know?
2: Totally. But, mm-hmm. What's your, like, what does your family think? Of everything, like family, and I friends. Know. I think no matter where you grow up, and you have accomplished what you've accomplished, and in such a um, relatively new space of of social media and just entrepreneurship in general, because not right. everyone has always been an entrepreneur. It's not always been the cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. So, like, what do they? What do they think?
0: I mean, in this topic, I'm actually so so lucky because. Yeah. My family is like 100% not just supportive, but like that's what we all do. Mm. So like my mom is an interior designer and she like started her business on her own when she was like 22. She didn't even go to school for it. And now she like, you know, designs homes all over the country. She's super successful. So like, I think for me, I grew up seeing that and that was just like pretty much like all I knew, right? Like I remember being a kid and like started teaching art classes when I was, 12 to like all the neighbors because and I was just trying to find not even just a way to make money but like figure out you know I don't know I like being a part of like a community and starting my own business like that was something I I love that (laughs) I'd be like I
1: want to do it because I want to be the boss (laughs) like everyone come to my class this is what we're doing (laughs)
0: yeah well you should have been there I mean you could have taken over girl (laughs) no yeah so and my dad was um an art publisher and he also started his own business so it's just kind of like what we do? My cousins all paint for a living. My aunt's wow. an amazing jewelry designer. It's just like we're all in the arts. I don't. My uncle's a lawyer, and that's about it. Everyone else does something kind of like you know. Wow. Self. Whatever. So right. I think that like I'm obviously you know have found my little niche, and my family's super supportive. But I also still feel like I'm. St- on this journey you know i don't ever feel like i don't feel like i've arrived in any way i'm just just still trying to figure it out that's what's so funny is Mm -hmm.
1: in doing this podcast we realize we have people on like you just like absolutely at beyond what anyone would ever expect as their goal to be you know you are Mm -hmm. beyond like in what you're doing just like what anyone would want as their goal as far as accomplished being accomplished but people are never there you know you're never like yeah this is it you know, like you're never like, this feels really good. Like this is like a part of it, but through the beginning part of your journey, you know, from when you started it, what, what was like the the, doing music, doing Instagram, being digital, did you ever have a a job that was not creative or what was your job career trajectory like? Yeah. So uh,
0: I did not, I, I was always just really in the arts I guess like from I started a photography business when I was 16 and it was just I actually didn't know much but I loved taking pictures and so I was trying things out and started making money and getting hired for things so I kind of saw the potential there and that was my first job and then I you know did a million other things in between but always did that to support me and then I I did end up going to school for photography so that obviously became a much more advanced like thing but ever since then, that was kind of just how I learned how to run my own business, I guess I would say.
2: Did any one of those pull you more than the other at one point? And did you kind of have to have like a a talk with yourself about what you pursue or what was that like?
0: Yeah. Like, I think it's so interesting because I, I'm still kind of on that journey in a way, like I said, but you know, when I was in high school, I remember becoming obsessed with fashion design and like I was a tomboy if you ask anybody that knew me before like I was so tall that I didn't know how to be myself and I really didn't I was too afraid to dress up because then I was like people are gonna notice me I'm already like standing out you know and then I remember like one day I just started wearing the things I actually wanted to wear and it was like awesome and it was a huge shift for me and I think a confidence like change for me that I decided oh my gosh like I can be me and own mm. this and it's cool like I can be weird and that's cool you know yeah. and that kind of sounds like maybe cheesy or, no, or you know I'm sure other people go through much harder things but that was always a challenge for me and like learning to own that and and be myself if you're tall out there wear heels girls it's really fun yes. own it. but yeah. yeah and so I kind of started getting really into fashion design and my mom like I said she was just this Like anything I wanted to do, she's like, let's do it. How do we do it? You know, what's the plan here? So, and she always was like, figure it out. On your own. Like, she wasn't there, like, doing every step of the way. She was really, like, make the call, like, talk to somebody. I'm like, okay, you know. I yeah, like, I'm 12. <laughs> yeah, she's like, <laughs> h- she would dial the number, hand me the phone. I'm like, no, I don't want to ask these please. questions. And I, she's like, you have that was, to love well, her. her.
1: Yeah, she's a queen. So, you guys she, need to have her. She's home. a queen, honestly. She's hilarious. She'll teach too. us everything. Yeah, I'm still just, like, calling her out Like, what do I do? <laughs> she's like, hold on, let me connect you. She's three way someone. Literally.
0: But yeah, so I was, like, super into fashion design, and I figured that you could out that you could go to school for fashion design mm-hmm. you know I didn't have like I have an older brother but he wasn't in college so I didn't really understand the whole college thing yet yeah and so she was like you can move to New York and go to school right now if you want like I was 16 I was still in high school I'm like what do you mean so I figured it out I applied to like this Parsons program and I got in and I got to I came and I lived here how for, old were you I was 16 Whoa. wow yeah and it was like And you lived a long life-changing. Yeah. I lived just in Greenwich Village, like in the dorms Wow, with some other girls. And I like learned so much. I was like, oh my gosh, I can do whatever I want. You know, like just being that independent, that, that young, I, I felt like, oh, okay. Like you can just, if you want it, you can go get it. So that was a really big experience for me. And I did love the fashion design. I think I, I mean, I still definitely do, but I, when I came back home, I kind of started like collecting magazines and I was like, I love magazines. I want to start a magazine because I just loved how many different stories you could tell Mm -hmm. in a magazine. And Mm -hmm. I would rip out like all my favorite pictures. And then I kind of realized, oh my gosh, it's like these pictures that are really hitting me because they're telling a story about the clothes. It's not just like making the clothes, but I loved like that whole process. And I think that like that kind of still comes through in my work today, just because I, love the storytelling part and so that's when i was like that's what i'm gonna do i'm gonna go to school for more like the photography stuff Wow. um but in between i was yeah doing little did you know you're a supermodel you're like i'm just it to be a supermodel (laughs) too no no you're sweet you're sweet um but yeah like so i i think i kind of like uh, was doing the music as well which was such a great creative outlet and the music thing i mean we can get all into that if you want there's a that's like a big emotional experience that really changed my life. And I think kind of led me to where I am now, but you know, the music industry is such a different industry, but like also the same at the same time, I think you have a lot of people trying to tell you who to be or what to do. And, and it's really hard to just stick to what you believe. I think like there are so many, it's kind of the same with you know, being an influencer, I guess, like you see so many trends and you're like, do I copy that? Do I follow that? Am I off? Cause I don't want to do that. You know, like all those type of things. But yeah, the music thing, like my sister was an incredibly talented musician. She was like, she was singing since she was born. She would mm. walk around the house singing, sing it to people at restaurants, all this kind of thing. And she started writing music and I was really good at playing piano and stuff and we were like maybe we should try writing music together so we started this little band it's called Sophie and Tessa <laughs> and we played you know all around we did like little tours all the stuff it was it was a ball um and she was
1: just how did you promote so like get your stuff out there
0: so it was like the t- day and age of Facebook like I remember when Facebook <laughs> came out it was a big deal like it's kind <clears> of <throat> like you know that's why Instagram's so cool is because people have like access to so many other people so fast now. And that's kind of what, I mean, we had MySpace too. Yeah. Gosh, let's take it back. Oh my God. No. Don't forget.
1: And I <sighs> old were you when you were touring? Cause you're
0: I mean, we were like, in I New was York. 17. I Whoa. had come back and we started doing this um, like right when I came back. And so that was kind of like, Ooh, okay. This is another interesting thing that right. I really love. And so, yeah, we did that for, like, a couple of years, and that's when I was trying to decide if I should come back to New York to go to school full-time, but we had this music thing going, and I thought, well, you know, I love it, and we had just started talking to, like, people in L.A. And, and all this stuff, so I was like, let's just see where this goes, you know? Mm. And not to get emotional, guys. No. Oh, bless. But um, my first year into college, my, my sister unexpectedly passed away, oh. mm. and it was, like, really um, just you know, life-changing to have, you have your best friend and you have, like, a life plan at that age. It feels like everything, you know? And it was just, like, gone. And um mm. she was, like, also, I'm a much, sorry.
2: No, <laughs> don't be sorry at all. Didn't expect this. Oh, um, honey.
0: <clears throat> but I'm, like, a much more, like, moody, closed kind of person. And she was very, like, just this bright light. And I felt like I had to carry on her, our dream. But really, like, something that she was passionate about. You know, we, like, we found this list in her room after she passed away. And it was like a hundred things I want to do before I die. I'm like, who even makes a list like that? Anyway, it was hilarious. And like, but had like really sweet things. Like I want to give every homeless man a hundred dollar bill, like things like this. And then like, I want to play in a stadium in front of like thousands of people and, and all, all these things. And so, you know, we, my family, we are so close and we already Mm -hmm. were before this, but it made us just really, really close. And, um, we were able to, you know, we still do something every year off of her list and and all of this. But my brothers were also incredible musicians. Um, and I thought, well, you know, let's, let's try playing in a band together. And so we started another band called Luna Loon, and we played in that for six years. And that was really, I mean, I think I learned so much through this experience. One, being you know, every single day is so important and to just live it to the fullest and really, you know, follow your dreams. And I know that sounds so cliche, but I really did learn that. And from then it was like, there was no question. I was just going to do what I wanted to do and I was going to make it happen. And like, that was something she taught me, you know? And so that the music experience really has been something I, it, it hurts me that I don't do it as much now. I definitely still play, and, and, and I'm still, like, working on new things, but um I did pass the baton off. My little brother is incredible, and he's going to, like, he'll, he'll be somebody someday. Trust me. He's mm-hmm. so good. So it's really cool, and, like, such a, a fun family thing that we have that, and we've now started a foundation called Sophie's Place, which is oh, music beautiful. therapy rooms in hospitals around the country, and it's, like it's everything. So, and we, you know, with everything I do now, I definitely, we give back to to that charity and really try and talk about it because I think it's such a, you know, music, we all love music. What would we do without it? I think it's everything. So, um, yeah. So that's kind of was like definitely a big part of the journey. And gosh, where did I go from there?
1: Yeah. I'm like, I can't even. No, um, but with the the music thing, I know, you know, she sings and in her family, they sing too. And It's interesting because I, you know, I've I've watched you online obviously, and I've seen you do your music, and I've I feel even as a viewer an emotion behind your music that Mm. it seemed like I'm understand. I just understand much more now hearing that story with your sister that it feels such there's such a strong pull with it that it seems like such a an emotionally powerful place for you. Yeah, you know, to see you do it and to see when you do it, and I've always wondered if you felt like you should be doing more of that or more of this because you have so much going on, you have the app, you have, you know, all this parts of your business. And every time I see you play music, I'm like, I wonder if she wishes she played more.
0: Yeah. I mean, definitely 100%. I don't think there's any question about it. It's just hard. Like, I mean, for six years I did it every single day. I was like at my peak, you know, and like, Oh, we had it, it. unfortunately we ran into some really difficult spots where it was just like, okay, like, I don't know if this is the, my career choice, you know? And I was, I had just, I never let go of like my New York city love. I know it, I couldn't get it out of my head. And I was like, I have to move back there. Like, I don't even know why I don't even know what I'm going to do there. But like, I just knew I had to move back here. And so I kind of got to that point where, I mean, my husband He actually was the bass player in my band. And we weren't dating right at the beginning, but we were really good friends. And so we kind of started like creating together actually just for fun. And I was like, this is awesome to have. Like, I never really had a creative partner or somebody that was. Down, like I had other boyfriends that were like, Girl, you crazy? Why are you like taking all these photos? You know,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and it was like, I was shooting other people, and like every single day, I was still shooting my own looks and stuff for no reason other than that I loved it. Mm-hmm. And I was, you know, so it was really that was like another kind of just shift for me to find like a different creative outlet, I think. And that's kind of how, what led us here, I guess. But yeah, like when we moved to New York, how long ago was this like three and a half years ago? Mm-hmm we literally had zero plan like you and Cole. Yeah. Uh Me and Cole. Yeah. Um, my husband, um, (laughs) but yeah, like I was like, we just have to move. We didn't have that much money. I'm like, he had a job that I was like, you got to leave it behind kind of a thing. He, he worked remotely, which was awesome. And they're so nice that they let him do that. That really helped us in the beginning. But I was shooting like backstage at fashion week. I was, you know, contacting any everyone under the sun to to take their photos and like shoot for campaigns and stuff like that. So, you know, I I think I was still and still and I do a lot of that as well. I don't share as much as that, but we we do shoot campaigns and creative direct a ton of stuff. So that's like Mm. so fun that I still get to have that a a part of my Mm. business as well.
2: What's like the just when you were talking about your singing and and your sister, like what does it feel like how does it connect to like your spirituality? Like I just, sometimes I feel like with any creativity, whether it's photography, whether it's singing, like it almost is like a channeling of sorts. Mm -hmm. Like what has that experience been like?
0: Yeah. Like, I mean, that for me is a super kind of out of body experience. Like I, um, really when I would first, when we first started playing, I was actually super shy. When I played with my sister, she was like the show woman, like up there talking, making jokes. I was like in the back, just like moody, playing guitar, like singing. I don't even know. And then it You always need a moody girl. Honestly, you need a moody girl. But then I was like, okay, I got to step it up here. But like, I remember the first time I was on stage and I let... It was, you know, just me and my brothers. And I really thought, okay, I'm going to like perform. And I have never in my life, and I don't think I ever will have an adrenaline rush like that, Yeah, that feels like it's just a release and mm-hmm. something that like you can only tap into in that experience. And like being able to look and like connect with so many people in this one instant, like while you're on stage, yeah. that is something that, it's like it changes you it honestly does and it sticks with you and like i listen to music now i hear somebody sing that's good and i just like start to cry i'm like get it together but like i can't
2: help it i don't know what it is there is something to like the vibration of someone's voice and it does not everyone does that to me but i do think there is like a like a channeling of sorts of energy a vibration that that music is able to carry but
0: yeah i mean and i think that's what's super cool about sophie's place it's You know, all these kids can go into this room and they can write and record music, which is um, something that if you have never tried it, you might not be good at it, but who cares? Just do it. It's actually like really interesting to see what comes out of you. And then, you know, you can also just like learn to sing or have people sing to you. Like kids learn to walk again and to talk again through through music. And it's just, I think, you know, we're finally really getting more science behind all of that, which is so cool. But I think like that's going to be such a huge. Industry in the next while because i've just seen my myself so many people change through through the music So
1: i'm like super lucky to be a part of it. Wow Um, That list of 100 mm -hmm. things before she dies is crazy. I know that is so powerful For your family. What have been some of the powerful experiences that you've done since from that list?
0: I mean Last Christmas, my dad gave us all envelopes with five, we each had a lot of money, <laughs> but we each had $500 and we walked around downtown oh, on yeah. Christmas day and gave people $100 bills, which oh. was like amazing. Yeah. Um, another one was to go in a hot air balloon. And so one morning on the um, anniversary of her death, we all got together and went up through the mountains in this hot air balloon, which was just like, you know, when you're doing something in honor of somebody that. She really was I mean she affected so many people after her death it was like overwhelming how many people came forward to tell us these stories about her that were just like you didn't even know she was doing all these amazing things you know and so i think like to to look back and to do something in honor of somebody like that really just every single day you have a purpose you know and i think like it can get really hard especially in everyone's life to find a reason every single day to do something but you know every every day is so beautiful and i i, I personally right now currently i'm going through really hard things that i find like <laughs> just unfair and you know i'm like why I, and i want to be sad but it's like you know what no there's so much to be happy about and there's so many people to inspire and to give back to and i feel like i i just really am really trying to find more of my purpose in that especially you know with everything i do in my current business like with the app and and all these things like we really try and make our business for other people like how can we make their lives better make their lives easier like what what's our you know driving purpose because otherwise it's just a bunch of stuff and there's so much stuff
1: yeah you know, that is what I was so surprised about. I have your presets, like everything. Oh, thanks, like, the girl. presets I mean, I, I, I rep them all the time. The presets and the app, I was just so surprised. I'm like, she's giving it away. <laughs> Do you know, like yeah. I, I was like blown away. I'm like, this is a lot. But then it's just it made more obvious how c- powerfully creative you are. Because I'm like, oh, she's giving a lot of it away, which is editing is a lot of. A lot. a lot of what yeah. makes photos so beautiful and then she's gonna do this but then you still had the ability to like up level and continue to up level and stay ahead of the trend and i'm just so surprised by that and I wanted to talk a little bit about Instagram in comparison and like, you know, Mm -hmm. you're in, you're in the game and you've managed to stand out and just be like such a refreshing face in the space. How do you think about that? You know, since your world is Instagram, do you look at other people? Do you not, do you only do your own thing? Like staying inspired, but not comparing what, what is that like for you? I mean, I think this is an interesting topic and it's hard
0: to get like real with it. Um, for me, because to be honest with you, like, my core love about it is the creative part, and i I learned from a young age, like that being a creative person, if you give and like share your knowledge, like you grow more as a creative, and that like so, I've stuck to that from day one, and I think that's why I, from the get go, I was like, I'm going to share how I did this. This is what I shot on. This is how I used to edit. Blah blah blah, and like from the second I did that. That's when I started to grow, and not just like in numbers, but just as a as a person. And I pushed myself so so hard to keep like honestly like one upping myself. Right? I mean,
1: it's insane. Mm. Thanks, guys. Like, so um, I'm like, oh, that. How do legs do that?
2: <laughs> Literally, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, the is. I'm like, how, Thanks, girl?
0: But I think you know, even. I was really fresh into the industry and I wrote a book and it's like, I didn't even know. I'm not like the expert by any means. I just thought, okay, there isn't a book out there that I need. And so many people would ask me so many questions. I thought, let's just like talk about it. And so everything I do, I really am trying to kind of like make it an open space because I, I love seeing somebody be creative that never was before or think thought, didn't think they were, if that makes sense. Like I, even my husband, he, he, came from a way different background than me and he is so creative and I had no idea. And I actually like judged him like thinking, oh, you know, you're not this at all, but cause I came from my very, very artistic background. So I kind of loved that. And I loved like when Instagram came out, I remember I was in art school and all my friends were complaining. They're like, everybody now thinks they're a photographer and this is so annoying. And I was like, it's actually awesome. All of a sudden everybody cares. And, mm. and no one cared before. So, you know, I think that's been the coolest part, but I will say, you know, you put so much out there, right? And when I came along in this industry, no one was really doing what I was doing. It was a lot more like street style, just like basic everything. And I love doing this storytelling thing. So I really stuck to that. And now I'm to a point where I, I hate talking about this because I hate talking about myself and I'm not trying to but I just kind of feel like my identity got taken away from me and yes, I kind of honey. gave it up. But yeah. at the same time, it is hard every day. Like sometimes I feel like I lost my roadmap. I'm like, where am I going? Like, cause I don't, if I'm doing the old me, I feel like that seems like I'm copying other people now because everybody, if that makes sense. Yes. Yes. So I'm like constantly trying to reinvent myself and that is the hardest part. And I, and I'm trying to also stay true to myself. Right. But it, I think that's, also the cool part right of being a creative and pushing yourself to grow and really like adapt and change because that's part of it but just continuing my voice and still having it is definitely a challenge
1: yeah yeah I I remember with us if you know in the podcasting space or something there was something that happened and my sister was like or someone kind of copied you know what we Mm -hmm. were doing in a way my sister was like well isn't that the point you know you want to get visibility and then people want to do what you're doing and I'm like Not necessarily, but it's like, you want the visibility, you want people to respect you and love what you do. And with that comes, and with that, I didn't think about that coming. Mm -hmm. You know, I didn't think about people taking the name, taking the, you know, the concept, the idea and everything like that. And I was like, oh, I guess that's, what happens when i'm trying to do something that impacts a lot of people on a big level, but for you I mean I saw it you know in in the industry just what you were doing and then the alignment of like people picking up to like your type of filtering your type of you know just the way that you shot and I, I thought about I think about you because that would be hard to do that that would be hard to manage to be like a leader and a visionary in the space and kind of see people doing what you're doing and I, you know, it's like, you're flattered. It's exciting. You want people to win. You don't want to be competitive, but also you're like, I work hard for this and this is my style and this is who I am. And there's just so many thoughts and emotions that come with it that I just, you know, I think about you in that way. Thanks girl. I feel,
0: but you know, I think we all hear it like be authentic. Like that's, if somebody's starting out and you're like, what's the advice, you know? So that's when it gets hard when you're like, well, what is the authentic me anymore? I, I feel like it's kind of like lost in this, this thing that I created, which I'm so glad, like, I honestly couldn't be more happy if I just quit this job today and look back, I'd be like, so happy with how it all went. Like I wouldn't change a thing, but you know, I think it's also good because it's just a challenge, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I think that's part of a creative job. Everyone, if you talk to anybody that started a successful business like there have been other businesses that try and do the same thing because it's a proven thing and and so that's cool and I'm still learning and I'm still trying to you know so I'm here for it
2: Mm -hmm. I think it's interesting too because like you know whether it's copying or whatever it is people jumping on kind of like a creative trend train or whatever it's like I think the point that kind of like makes your heart ache or at least like mine when I think about it is like they're missing the process that Either you went through, we went through, whatever, where it's like the most important part of getting to that thing or producing that thing. And it it almost makes that thing unique. So you risk just being lost in everything. That's why you're so successful because you've been so in and present to your process. So... Yeah. I think about that a lot with, you know, people who just want to like skip all these steps and get Mm -hmm. here, Mm -hmm. which is okay. I think sometimes, but it's just, you're robbing yourself of those little moments that like really like turn your engine on and like get you, get you ahead in a way that is for the long game. Right. You know? No, I totally agree with you on that. And I think like that
0: is such an interesting point because the long game is such a, non-discussed topic right now everyone's just like quick quick like trying to you know I don't know like I'm really actually zooming out and right now I'm trying to focus on like what is the long game like what can I do and really what you know we live in we're consuming so much all the time and how do you make something that lasts longer than just a scroll on Instagram you know so that's really something I'm focusing on and really trying to think about. And, you know, if I do talk to somebody that's starting out and asking me for advice, I, I really do say like, you know, what do you care most about? And like, how can you bring that to life? I think like there is room for everybody. I don't think it's like oversaturated. I think there's so many ways you can use Instagram or like, you know, online blogging and and all these, all the YouTube, whatever it is, all these mediums, at, to your advantage. I think there's it's such a cool space that we live in now and it didn't exist before and I think, you know, everyone can have a space, but it's really just standing out and having and if it's real enough like something you can mm-hmm. talk about forever. That's I guess that's what I'm trying to yes. get to. It's like can you talk about that for 10 20 years whatever it is cuz that you're going to have to. Yeah. If you want to, you know, exist long enough in this.
2: I'd love to know what that what your process looks like in terms of um, collaboration with your team, your husband, you know, where do you find time to be and just kind of let ideas come or, and when is it action time?
0: Yeah, that's a good question. I think we go through, you know, kind of waves of Mm -hmm. different, um, because sometimes, you know, currently we've been creating so much so fast where, it's so stressful. I can't even like take the time to stop and think about if I love it or not.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm you know? nodding. <laughs> you know,
0: it's like, sometimes you're just
1: like, oh my gosh, yeah, I'm not I, even thinking. It's like I'm a just monster. Like, you're like, through the I love are like right? Send it to the
2: print. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. I was thinking about that in your Paris trip. I was like, damn, it is getting faster and faster. Oh, it was too fast. It and so like, now
0: I'm like, okay, I need to take a break, which I, you know, actually we used to shoot every single day when we first started. And I, That was like my prime. So I look back at that and I'm like, what? Like if someone told me I had to do that now, I mean, yes, I do that during like fashion week and all these things, but I was creating like meaningful posts, like something I thought was like amazing every single day. Now, sometimes I'm like, screw it, stay on the corner, I don't don't time. Mm -hmm. Because, but I am, you know, trying to work on other things Mm -hmm. other than just that. So I don't feel guilty. I used to feel like, like I was letting myself down, you know? But I think creatively... My husband's a huge, like we bounced so many ideas off of each other and we didn't work well together at first immediately, I would say. Partly because I was like this creative teacher and I felt like I went to school for this and I knew everything. He knew nothing and I wasn't letting him learn. I was just kind of like, no, this is how I want it. This is how you do it. And so he wasn't becoming a creative. He was just doing it what I said. Thank you, Cole. Um (laughs) Um, no, he's the sweetest. But so really what I remember learning like, okay, whoa, I have to let you be on this journey too. And that's when we kind of started to find this really cool dynamic. And that's when our photos really started to go to the next level because we would just push each other and we'd be like, that's cool, but is it cool enough? Like every single photo. And, And And that's really when, you know, we started to turn it up a notch. And I think, like, if you can find a creative partner that you can really work well with, that's huge. And I wasn't willing to give it up, to be honest. Like, because I wanted to be, you know, I had put so much work into it. I was like, no, like, this is my thing. But then the second I, like, let other people in, that was, like, a really big um, shift for me. And we did everything ourselves for so long. We finally, like have now hired other people. And I and I really do think there's like power in like admitting that you can't do it all alone, you know, because I think it's really fun to do it. But it's also your mental health is a huge thing. And I was not healthy. I slept maybe three hours a night when we first moved here for two years. Oh my gosh. And it, I yeah. was, I would be stressed all the time. And I was like, you know, not myself, but my husband was like, this isn't going to happen anymore. Like we're going to bed, we're turning off. Like we have to do these things in order to be able to do it again the next day. And I I have stuck to that. I've learned so much from that. I like, I'm really trying to focus more on like self-care because I just produce so much better when I'm, I'm in that state. And I think like my mom, <laughs> love her, but man, she does not stop. Like she is a workaholic and she is so good at what she does. And like, she doesn't sleep. I learned it from her. Yeah. But I really, you know, hope that she can can learn that because I I, I just don't think it's healthy and there's no need. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like, you got to take care of yeah. yourself, yeah. you know?
1: I actually did want to talk about that, your self-care, like what you're doing now. How do you take care of yourself? Is it meditation practices? Do you take time off? Like, what what is your your self-care? You know, I am still working
0: on this process, but I definitely, like, Workout every single day. That's my What do you jam. do for workout? I do just like hit workouts. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Like just around Friday, yeah. New York? I go to the, the gym. Okay, cool. Yeah. cool. yeah. Sometimes like hit a class, but I can't be like too specific specific about time because yeah. I'm yeah. always like running around. But so we do a lot of that and my husband works out with me. Like we are literally together 24-7. I mean, Cole is fine.
1: I mean he yes. is the cutest is sometimes the I'll cuter. show Justin my boyfriend like his like outfits I'm like this is fresh huh? he's like yeah that's dope I'm like he's let's get right. it <laughs> Cole's it. got dope are like it's in my heart right? yeah it literally <laughs> <does>. <laughs> You're like, I'd You're like it to know it on Cole <laughs> no honestly they're
0: always like asking me for, like girls are always asking me for Cole's Yo, outfits i clothes, like, clothes are so fresh Cole you hear that start <laughs> get going boy. get postman <laughs> no but um, yeah like so we and that I think that's like also a challenge right spending 24-7 with somebody like we actually don't spend a lot of time apart which we don't necessarily need but at the same time I think I think it's good but we do enjoy I mean we literally love what we do Mm -hmm. and so talking about business and, and doing all these things is like fun and we love coming up with ideas it's not like always work to do sometimes it feels like you know we're building this little baby from the ground up so you know we actually that's that's a ton of fun for us but he does you know he actually does a lot of meditation and he does a lot of that kind of thing I still need to do a lot of that but I actually play like if I'm just having a day I play a lot of music so. just like play my guitar sing it's like such a release for me it really is and I think that's like a huge thing. I don't. I don't know what else I do. Hang out with my friends, my
1: family. <laughs> <laughs> like, what do I do? No. Help. I need little literally people tip. ask me that they're like, what do you do? I'm like, what? What? <laughs> What's my name? I'm like, I'm here right now. Literally, yeah. I'm like, I'm here right uh,
2: now. What, what more do you want? From me? <laughs> that question of like, what are your hobbies? What is that thing Yo. that people? What are your hobbies or what do you do when you're not working? I'm, I'm like, what? It's not that I'm. We're yeah. always working. We are working most of the time, just like you. But it's like when we're not. It's just really nice to be.
0: No, honestly, it's it's so nice to be. Like, okay, this is LOL, but last Christmas, we got like a... um Nintendo Switch oh, wow. or whatever okay I've never been a gamer
1: fun this is hold fun. up I'm
0: in
2: okay? your, fam- like, I mean, Mario your family your family Heart sounds like the best like okay Mario Kart's like... fun
0: but I'm all about the Super Smash Brothers oh so, like I'm good okay. actually and my husband's this big gamer and I'm like actually can beat him so I don't know what happened but I think it's like <laughs> a weird release I'm like this is so I feel like a little
1: kid 100% and I think that's why I love it well that completely ta- I, I understand a lot of boys stuff I really understand because that yeah. completely takes you out of what you're doing right Right. Like with a lot of our yes. activities, it's like brunch with friends. It's like you're kind of still in it. Right. You're, you're maybe talking about work. You're maybe kind of working. A lot of stuff I do is a little. It's it's adjacent to my uh-huh. life. Mm-hmm. But that kind of thing is like you're in the you're on like an island playing Bowser. You know you can't like Honestly. be doing what you're doing because you're so in it with yeah. that mm-hmm. and like sports yeah. and stuff too. Right. You're so in it. It's like that one thing that you you know are doing. Yeah, I wanted to ask as far as like the being a creative, what was your business acumen like? Like how did you figure out how to make this such a sustainable business because that's something that you've done really well. There's a lot of people that have a lot of followers, you know, and do the creative thing, do influencing, but you've really managed to have these areas and pillars of your business that are sustainable and that really really differentiate you. Well,
0: thank you. Um but yeah, I think so it's an interesting question because I never set out to do this as a job. So that's one part of that. Like, I think I was always going to build my own business, right? I already had, I guess a photography business and I was already always like designing things and and working on that part of me. So when we moved here, I actually, I remember I, I always was like telling my best friend who's like a lawyer and has nothing to do with this type of world. I was like, I want to like, be a blogger, but I don't really get it. And I, I blogged forever. So I did it, but I didn't know how to make money off of it. Right. And so I, I saw this like potential, but I didn't really understand. And then when I moved to New York, I was like, Oh, I, I don't know. I talked to a couple people and I was like, okay, I finally, it's starting to make sense to me. So I started to make money off that. And I was like, this is cool. Like that was just like kind of a side thing for me. I remember like, when we talked about making the collage kit which was our first yeah. actual product i had no idea how to like sell a product or any of those things and we made oh my gosh so many mistakes we actually did it all out of our apartment and we would have to take to the mail like 150 boxes at a time and it was like super heavy it was, and the <laughs> mail hated <laughs> yeah. us it you know, people disaster. wanted this oh <laughs> yeah you know, you're like, Shoot. Oh, we were like what have we done uh-huh. like it became oh my my cousins would come over we would do like a whole deal. They were really, they were a big part of the the process. But, you know, I just kind of like learned a lot from even just the beginning of that. And I would say like, if you want to start a product, like just go for it, try it out. You can learn so much like really quick, but there's so many, I mean, there's like Shopify out there and so many things that make it easy for, for new people. So I learned a lot, but I kind of think like, you know, we've kind of evolved and and tried different things. I'm still learning a ton. I, I think like my big, future plan is to have a brand that's like lives longer than me you know what I mean and and so I'm always looking for ways to to do that and and luckily I have Cole who's also very in that headspace and I think that's that's a really good balance that we have to be able to build those products together but it is hard I would say like you know you think you know so much but you don't you really don't. Um, and like with the app, for example, that was kind of born because we had done the presets and we were, you know, we're helping all these people and we loved it. But there were so many people that were upset that you couldn't do it on your phone. And my husband, calls a developer and he was like, let's try building this app. And I was like, okay. And that took us like for sure over a year to build. And we gave up many times. It was mm-hmm. very difficult. We didn't know anything about how to? Anyway, there's all this technical yeah. crap that I'm like I'm not even gonna try and tell you what it is. But yeah, that was just kind of like such a learning process, and still like, but that's become such a a cool thing because that really was combining both of our passions, and I, and I think we're like so in love with doing it and have so many ideas for the future of it. So.
1: Justin's yeah. a developer too. Oh, cool! Mm-hmm. We should have a little double date. I know, <laughs> <Chat> <laughs> <with> developer <laughs> double date. Yeah, we oh, like. It is funny off. though. At the beginning, you know, a developer just with Justin quickly. It's like I didn't think that was a creative thing, and yeah. then when you really understand oh gosh, it. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure Cole would say the same. Yep. When you really understand coding and development, it's very creative. It's the
0: most creative thing ever because you could do it a million ways yep. and it's like you're creating something out of nothing. Uh-huh. Right? And that's where I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so rude. Uh-huh. I'm like, you're not creative. <laughs> you're
2: Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're like
1: painting over here. You're like, you're not creative. Prove it.
2: Gosh. You're like
1: music. Gosh, I'm yeah. Oh my <laughs> gosh, so rude. But... What is um one misconception about uh, influencers and influencing space like what's a misconception you think people have
0: gosh there are so many but I think you know maybe just like how much you actually have to do I don't think like I think what you see is so fun and so just like you know posting pictures every day whoop-dee-doo But it's not even just that. And it's like, sure, there's so much creativity and like pushing yourself to do that every day is so extremely hard. And if anyone thinks it's easy, please go try it and let me know because you should take over. (laughs) But I think the biggest thing is just like how much of a business you have to run. You have to read contracts. You have to go back and forth with brands. Like you're not, you're a creative agency. You're like doing advertising. You're engaging with a community. You're, you know, it is just like endless. The list is endless. And I think, and the fact that, you know, when people get upset that influencers are starting brands. I'm like, well, who's to say they wouldn't have done that regardless? But also I just think that's so interesting because it's like you should be celebrating that. You know, where I think that's why I love Instagram. I think you can meet some of my very, very best friends I met off Instagram. They lived in like different parts of the world and we're best friends now. And I think you can connect with so many people so fast. And that's what's really cool. And we should be celebrating that rather than looking down on it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And I think What other, what people might also assume is that like, we're like, they think brands come in and they're like, here's money. And you're like, great, awesome. I'll take it. I kind of want to give like a behind the scenes of, of how you choose partners and collaborations because there is so much thought and there are values and all of that. So I'd love to know yours.
0: Yeah. I think like, so I learned that lesson pretty early on because, you know, when you first see a brand and they say, we want to pay you to do this, you're like, okay, great. Done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, you're not even thinking when you first get into it. That's like all you you're like, sweet. Um, mm-hmm. You're Like 300 bucks. Yeah, I'd love to. I would love that. When <laughs> we talk about this ice cream. I don't even, you know, it's like, what am I doing? Uh, I, totally. don't even I do love ice cream, but yes. you know, <laughs> hold up. <laughs> yeah, no. um, but I think, you know, for me, the process is very... We talk like, is this something we authentically actually like? And if it's like a beauty product, we have to use it for like a a month before. That's something we always kind of stick to. And then, you know, we make sure I'm aligned with the brand creatively because I remember when I first started, a lot of brands would be like, well, that's not going to fit our aesthetic and so I'm like, well, why would you hire I'm mm-hmm. I'm creating content for me and my community, not just for you. And like there is a balance there, mm-hmm. right? But like I learned, you know, I don't necessarily go to every event and post a photo on an event because I that's there's not enough like creative process in that for me. And that wouldn't be my followers would be bugged. They'd be like, What is this? Mm-hmm. You know, so I really try and stick true to that. And then also just, you know, what does the brand stand for? I mean, even during Fashion Week, there were several brands I I did not attend or did not go to certain things because I just didn't agree with, you know, decisions they make as a brand. And I think mm. that's such a, you know, we're so quick to be called out these days. I think it's really hard to talk about things you care about Yeah. or, and even if you are doing something wrong and you want to talk about it because you want to learn, you know, there's not really space for that. And I would love for that to change. I think it will be hard, but I, I'm trying to also figure out how to, how to be involved in that space. Mm. But You know, there's. I just think like when you're working with brands, you're also a brand and it's important to remember that. So staying true to your brand, if it doesn't fit, then it doesn't fit.
1: Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, it's interesting about the speaking out thing. It is, you know, it's a challenging to know when, to know how, to know at what capacity, to know the implications if you do, if you do not you know, especially with someone, you know, like, like your platform, I just sympathize with that because we are in that space too. And it's one of the most um, rewarding things, but it's also very challenging to kind of be, you know, speaking out like that. Last question for me, I wanted to know about a, like a big moment in your career where you're like, wow, I've really arrived. Not like you've arrived, you know, because you never said you never arrived, but what's a moment where you're like, damn, I can't believe I'm here. That's such a good question. Well,
0: I have one coming up. Oh yay! Oh, can you talk about it? Yeah. Okay. So this will be out after. After. Yeah, yeah. after. It's next week. Um, yeah. After. So I mean, I just think it's so cool. I, there are brands that I dreamed of like shooting their fashion campaign since I was like a kid. You know, so there are so many like of those little opportunities that have happened that I'm like, hold up. Like I'm literally talking to the CEO of this brand, and they're like appreciating what I do. I don't even understand. You know. But um, somebody that I've always looked up to and that I think is doing so many things for the space is Rebecca Minkoff. I love her. She is just like, oh, she's killing it. Agreed. And the first time I met her, she was just like, like treating me like we're BFF. I'm like... Sorry, I'm confused. I was like sweating. I'm like, I don't even know what's going on. <laughs> but she just emailed me about presenting her with an award next week and like being her date to this really amazing what? And I'm like, I was literally like shaking when I got the email. I'm like, what? And she's just like, so cash. I'm like, uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay. But like to be like, you know, and she respects like so many women and is doing so much for women in the space. And I just like, I'm kind of just amazed that I'm even talking to her, you know what I mean? And and so I would say that to somebody that is just getting started or, ha- you know, it's not that far away. Something you want to do or somebody you want to talk to, like, that's why Instagram's amazing. I mean, I DM people back every day so many people and people ask me some really hard questions sometimes I'm like oh, I I need, need a second this is like a big real question <laughs> yeah. you know but like we're willing to talk and like answer and like kind of support and like so many people did that for me and so I really want to do that for other people but yeah I'm excited. That's wow. amazing. That's so really, stay tuned, guys. That That's really gonna, cool. We're going to like come up with a little speech. I'm I know. am nervous. Oh, what's so the word? So are
2: you presenting? Yeah. Oh, my God. And yeah. So and her guest and presenting. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is so cool. Yeah. Do you have a script or are you just going to like... Well,
0: I mean, I got the we're here to stress you out. So let's yeah. talk about it. Talk how ready help. are you? You guys are funny. Yeah. Yeah. Let's
1: talk yeah. about not ready at all. We'll be like the clowns on
2: the side. Like she's probably. it. I... Yeah. 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 Yeah sometimes we, we ask like what's in the future and I actually don't love that question, but I I'd love to know like what you're really proud of right now. It doesn't have to be career necessarily. It can be, but just what you're really proud of right now. You
0: know, I recently heard somebody speak and they said something that just hit me so hard. And I, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm taking that thought and putting it in my soul because yeah. I this like, is what I needed. This girl, she got up on stage and she was like, she was like screaming into a mic and she was like, you guys, like my young child self would be freaking out if if she knew I was doing this right now. And I was like, same though. Like, you know what I mean? And that was like, whoa, like all you look, I don't think we take enough time to even just like appreciate the the little things, but it's Mm -hmm. like, oh my gosh, I live in New York. I figured it out. I like had no money when I moved here. I'm like, I can afford my rent, you know, like that honestly alone. But just like, wow, I really am proud of myself for, you know, going after what I want. And like, yes, I'm still figuring it out. But you know what? I'm I'm proud of how far I've come. I think it's like, I don't, I'm always afraid to say that because I feel like I'm not cocky. I don't know the word, you know, I just hate that. But I really am. And I'm like trying to be just, just own that more because I think it's like good for yourself to hear
2: that. You deserve it. Yeah. I think a lot, of, you know, as women, we're just like, oh, mm, 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 mm. I know, I cut, We're, I want to change that. You yeah, know what I, I mean? And that it's that like too.
1: you saying that you're proud of yourself doesn't mean anything about anyone else. It know?
2: also gives me, I'm like, yes, yeah, like and it me gives me. Isn't that the goal, that's goal that's, of you know? life
1: to be make yourself proud? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm proud of myself. It's like I hope, I hope people are proud of themselves. Yeah, and it doesn't mean you've never not been proud of yourself. No definitely no but it's like it's okay for you to be mm-hmm. proud of who you are and what you're doing totally that's the goal yeah you want to work every day to do
0: that and don't you feel like when you hear somebody else say you're like of course okay yeah totally up. totally and like that's kind of like you know that's a huge deal even today crossing the street and this crossing guard was the nicest ray <laughs> of sunshine and i was like holy crap i'm gonna go just I don't even know what smile and give someone (laughs) a pat on the back. You said changed
2: my day. You
1: were like, should we point at everyone and smile? Yeah, Yeah, I was like, hey, have a because we
2: were walking through like the Oculus and everyone's like looking down and like in their suits. Yeah, I was like, wouldn't it be fun if we were just like, hey, man, have a great day. Yeah, you go get them. I love it. (laughs) Looking good, buddy. I don't know. (laughs) No. Yeah,
1: Yeah, that is being. I I when I was in New York, I was like, man, I love this place. Everyone's like doing their own shit. They're in their own world. Blah blah. But it is funny being back from LA because we're like people are like yeah honestly (laughs) yeah we keep we're like hi i'm like like, i dreamed about you last night what's an americano and he's Uh, like it's a coffee yeah literally it's i'm like isn't this a coffee shop can i ask you a question about coffee (laughs) no like no time for that no time for it i was like okay i'll just get whatever (laughs) (laughs) but it is there's like an air they're like these
2: this girl is very not smart. They don't know who they're talking to. Uh, thank you for being so open. Yeah. No, and oh my God. Chillings. And I like tears from talking. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I, I, I think that, you know, your, your process and your ability to like live and like live with her memory, always just kind of with you and same with your family is just such, such a, it sounds so obvious, but it's a beautiful thing because I think the grieving process for a lot of people too it kind of stops at a certain point in the grieving yeah. process, and that's not to say that it w- was not hard and and all of that. it's more just like being able to move through it, mm-hmm. knowing that one you have your family and just like living with that memory and yeah. and being able to always feel that when you're doing something that you love and that's exciting and mm-hmm. and all of that so I I know that it'll help a lot of people hearing that. So thank you.
0: Well, my mom said something interesting to me on the phone yesterday, which I just think I should share because Mm. when you do go through something like that, you know, even after it's been as many years as it is, like you obviously are still feeling it. But somebody asked my mom, you know, how do you choose to carry on? And she said, I just decided my New Year's resolution was to choose joy every single day. Mm -hmm. And, or to like find more joy. And, and and honestly, if you're seeking that, it really is such a a game changer because it's easy to just, you know, wallow in, and get in your own emotions. But like my sister would want me to do that and, and she was doing that. And so like, I think celebrating something that is so hard is, is really good. And I think like, if you can just even just try, it doesn't mean you're doing it every day, but yeah. just trying, you know? Yeah.
2: It's beautiful. Makes so it. beautiful. Thanks for being here.
1: Where can our
0: lovely community connect with you? Oh my gosh, guys, hit me up at Tezza on Instagram. Um, you can shop my stuff on www.shoptezza.com. What else? I'm like, what's my middle name? I know. I'm like, I'm
2: like, let me tell everyone. Uh-huh. Tezza app. Let's bring Chloe in here, yeah. Teza Tezza to- filters. <laughs> yeah.
1: No more collages. Oh, yeah, book. we got
2: collages.
1: Collages still. Insta style. The, it's Insta the book. Styles
0: on Amazon. Yep. Everything I've ever known is in there, guys. Mm-hmm. Promise. I didn't yeah. hold back. Um, What else? Yeah, just stay tuned. We got more coming. Yeah. Perfect. I can't wait. Thanks, guys. So, Thank inspiring. you. All right, we love you guys. for you're listening. We love
2: you. Queen Tezza, thank you so much. New friend. I will Truly. find you again. <laughs> I will stalk Truly. you again. Oh no, I, I really adore her. She's I was, the homie. I was very energized by our conversation. She's just like, I don't know.
1: Dude, I just love that. When people are doing the thing and they just have a huge falling and they fucking deserve it. Over a hundred. And a huge heart like her. I, you feel it.
2: Feel it. I was like, I didn't want to believe it, but you, you know. have the biggest heart ever.
1: Also too, it's funny like, with her, she was dressed like one of her Instagrams. Oh, people would I see know. my Instagram and then I come and I'm dressed like trash.
2: Yeah, we're always like shocking like,
1: people in shocking. the opposite way. And keep people on their toes. <laughs> but she just over delivers.
2: Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Love her so much. You can uh, learn more about Tezza by Tezza, T-E-Z-Z-A dot com. And then the Tezza app, I mean, for life. Oh, Chloe on our team is obsessed. I, I have it now and- I'm exploring a new world, which is just incredible. (laughs) Honestly, Uh, She puts out a lot of free content for for you to just learn more about like how to navigate this space of Instagram, creating all the things and just living and being a human in the world. So we love you and thank you. And we'd love to share a review of the week. It always means so much to us when you write a review for almost 30 podcast and we just want to kind of shout you out, give you some love. So this is from Bran, Uh, five stars, the best podcast ever. Thank you. My God, I've been listening to the Almost 30 podcast for a couple years now since close to the beginning, I think. I love the authenticity and love that Krista and Lindsay have. They are living their best life and helping me to do so too. They keep it real, which always reminds me to remember to be myself and feel less alone as a 30-year-old woman in this crazy world. I am so grateful for this community they have created, and I love that I can always rely on a fun conversation or some real talk about the stuff we aren't hearing about in everyday conversations. Keep up your hard work, girls. It doesn't go unnoticed. Thank you, Brian. Oh my God. Thank so you so much. much.
1: Just taking a few moments to write a review on Apple Podcasts means a lot to us. So we really appreciate it. Anytime you DM us or do anything like that, we, we share it with the team and, and we all take a collective breath of gratitude for every single one of you for always showing up and for being the kindest community out there. Yeah. Uh, just quickly too. So we are working really hard on your podcast pro. So we are going to have the digital courses available in January and Lindsay and I have been working very hard with our team and with teachable to get everything up and running and really beautiful and just perfect. It's, it's going to be insane. It's going to be so good for you guys. So if you have a podcast, we help you grow and monetize. If you're interested in starting, we help you start. We walk mm-hmm. you through the process in a really, you know, fun beautiful way and we're really looking forward to relaunching our courses this january yeah we can't
2: wait yourpodcastpro.com so if you want to get information and yeah yeah thank you all for listening thank you for supporting us and one another we feel it and we do this for you so we will see you on the road almost 30 podcast.com slash tour can't wait to see you and we hope you have a great rest of your day we'll see you later we love you goodbye